Welcome to She Suits You for Success with your host, Teresa Cartesano, offering strategies on looking and feeling great to enhance your personal and professional images. Hi, I'm Teresa Cartesano, co-owner of Christopher Allen Custom Clothiers, and what I'd like to talk about today is image, which is kind of an umbrella of my whole podcast, but we're going to get into the nitty gritty of image and talk about how clothing affects your image specifically. Um, So I'm in the image business. I help people to maintain and improve their images for uh, professional as well as personal reasons. I figured let's start out with a definition of image. We all kind of know what image means, but I said, let me, let me look up the definition of it. And there were quite a few definitions listed, but the one that's most pertinent for what I'm talking about today is a mental representation. So basically when you meet somebody, you kind of get a little bit of a picture in your head of them when you leave them. They leave an impression on you. So what do you want your impression to be when somebody meets you? You know, it's really, it's not fair. We're going to all think it's not fair and it's very shallow, but people size you up in a split second of meeting you. They draw conclusions. They make up a whole backstory in a matter of seconds. And like I said, it's not fair, but it's just human nature. It's the way our brains work. And there's actually a term for it. It's called thin slicing. And it's the way our brains make millisecond judgments based on new stimulus. And we don't really even know that it's happening to us. But if you ever meet somebody and you get not a good feeling about them, you don't trust them, and you meet somebody else and you're like, this is going to be my new best friend. I can't wait to hang out with them. And like I said, we don't even realize it's happening. But there are a lot of things that go into the judgments that people make about us. Uh, For instance, your body language, the way you stand, the way you sit, your voice and the tone of your voice, your handshake definitely affects that. We're going to cover a lot of these things in other episodes. What I want to talk about specifically today is how your clothing affects the judgment that people make about you. Because like it or not, your clothing speaks volumes about who you are. So you're communicating either intentionally or unconsciously a story about yourself because your clothing does tell a story. So what story is it telling? Are you an expert in your field? Are, are you good at what you do? Um, are you professional? You know, when you dressed sharply, it implies that you're sharp at your business. When you take care of yourself, it implies that you take care of other things as well, like your client's needs and the business that they've hired you to perform for them. I want to talk about the term dress for success. It's a fairly modern term. It was coined in the 1950s, and it's really the equivalent of a much older term, um, clothes make the man. Mark Twain is um, often given credit for that quote because he has a famous quote that us clothiers like to refer to probably more than other people and that is clothes make it the man naked people have little or no influence on society so it's kind of tongue-in-cheek but he did make this observation and he was quite the dapper dresser if you could conjure an image up of mark twain 
He always wore a white suit, a lot of times with a vest and a bow tie, a hat. But he wasn't the first to observe that human beings have a tendency to judge a book by its cover. 400 years before Mark Twain, a gentleman, he was actually a Catholic priest, his name was Erasmus. He was also a social critic. And he um, wrote a book, or he compiled a book of Greek and Roman proverbs. And one of them was Vestus Virium Facet, which translated literally is clothes make the man. And even before him, in Homer's The Odyssey, Clothes Make the Man is a running theme throughout. I've never read The Odyssey. I probably never will. But based on my research, this is what I found out about it. Also in Shakespeare's Hamlet, the apparel oft proclaims the man. And Shakespeare was quite the snazzy dresser as well. If you could conjure up an image of him, he always had that high white collar. And I always think of him wearing like a, a velvet jacket with puffy sleeve. So dressing well and in fine clothing was not lost on classic writers. And in fact, the, the idea that clothing tells a story about you has been around for centuries. So what are we talking about here? It's another term for it is impression management. And that's actually a study um, done by a sociologist named Irving Goffman. He's actually considered to be one of the greatest sociologists of the 20th century. And his theory was that all the world is a stage and we, its social actors, are performers. So that leads into the idea that clothing affects how you feel about yourself and how you act on that stage. And even when, when at speaking of acting, when, when actors first begin to rehearse a piece, a lot of times they'll wear a piece of clothing that makes them feel like the character. I actually did some acting quite a while ago. It was a great time in my life. I hope someday to go back to it. But my first, the first part I ever had was in a play called I Hate Hamlet. Uh, I played a New York City real estate agent named Felicia Dantine, and she was very flashy dresser. Um, she wanted people to notice her. Think the real estate agent in Wall Street. So I could not wait to figure out what I was gonna wear for this part. Back then, I used to wear some pretty bold uh, clothing. <clears throat> I actually ended up wearing a lot of my own clothing for this part. But I never went to rehearsal without a pair of high-heeled boots because I felt like when I walked around in those heels, I was Felicia Dantine. And, and for anybody that's ever walked around in a heel, it definitely makes you feel different. It gives you a certain sense of swagger. I, I love to wear my high heels. I even got, my, got long nails put on for that show because I felt like she would have really long, brightly colored nails. And when you do a dress rehearsal for a show, it really comes alive because then you have all the clothing on and you have all the accessories and it makes the whole show come alive. So how you dress directly affects how you feel because you want to feel like the character in a play and how you act. So let's talk about dressing in the business world because you want to feel and act a certain way. And it's important for your self-confidence. It's important for your sense of, of self-empowerment. And research shows it actually affects how you think. So if you wear more formal clothing, it triggers creativity. So it might give you some different ideas on how to solve a problem. And 
the same study shows that the formality of clothing might not only influence the way others perceive a person or how people perceive themselves, but could influence decision-making in an important way. And what are we all trying to do out there? We are trying to influence people to make a decision in our favor. Think about when you have a really important meeting coming up. You think about what you're going to wear. Most people have that go-to outfit, or maybe they have two go-to outfits. How do you feel when you wear that? You feel like a million bucks. You're on your A game. You could conquer the world. So you get out of the starting gate on the right foot. My question always is to people, why not feel like that every day? I mean, you're out there trying to be the best you that you can be. You're trying to be the best business person that you can be. Why not start out on the right foot every day? You know, your clothing is a uniform. You know, when you see a police officer, how do you know they're a police officer? Because they're wearing a police officer's uniform. You know the UPS driver because he's wearing that brown outfit. A judge in a courtroom wears a uniform. An attorney in a courtroom wears a uniform. And of course, Anyone in Target that's wearing a red shirt and khaki pants, well, they must work there because that's their uniform. And if you're a successful business person, there is a uniform. Yes, it has changed over time. Years ago, when I first started in this business, every successful businessman wore a suit and a tie. And a successful businesswoman wore a suit, a conservative blouse, and a pair of pumps. That's changed over time. Some people like to wear their suits with no tie or they wear a sport coat outfit. Uh, uh, Women are wearing more casual pants, maybe a flat shoe. I love my heels. I wouldn't wear a flat shoe, but that's me personally. Um, And even some people are wearing khakis to work because they say they're, they're meeting people that are dressed more casually and they might feel a little uncomfortable. But I always tell my, like I work with a lot of accountants. And I always tell them, no matter who you're meeting, you're still the accountant. You still need to look like the professional accountant. And the most important thing, no matter what you're wearing, it needs to be neat, clean, in good shape, fit you well, and tailored properly. You don't want to be mistaken for the maintenance crew. Nothing wrong with being in maintenance, but if you're a professional person, you want to look like the professional. So when you look in the mirror on a work day, Who do you see in that uniform, a professional or an amateur? Thank you for joining me on She Suits You for Success. I look forward to my next episode where I explore further how image impacts our lives. In the meantime, if you have any suggestions or questions, you can message me or contact me at Teresa at ChristopherAllenClothiers.com.